Today, my dear faithful, is the third Sunday of Advent, and the epistle is taken from St. Paul's epistle to the Philippians, chapter 4. Brethren, rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say, rejoice. Let your modesty be known to all men. The Lord is nigh. Be nothing solicitous, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your petitions be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasseth all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. And the Holy Gospel. Taken from the Gospel of St. John, chapter 1. At that time, the Jews sent from Jerusalem priests and Levites to John to ask him, Who art thou? And he confessed and did not deny, and he confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Art thou Elias? And he said, I am not. Art thou the prophet? And he answered, No. They said therefore unto him, Who art thou that we may give an answer to them that sent us? What sayest thou of thyself? He said, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as said the prophet Isaiah. And they that were sent were of the Pharisees. And they asked him and said to him, Why then dost thou baptize, if thou be not Christ, nor Elias, nor the prophet? John answered them, saying, I baptize with water, but there hath stood one in the midst of you, whom you know not. The same is he that shall come after me, who is preferred before me the latchet of whose shoe I am not worthy to lose. These things were done in Bethania, beyond the Jordan, where John was baptizing. And thus far the words of today's Holy Gospel. I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the way of the Lord. Words taken from the Gospel of today's Mass. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. My dear faithful, I'm sure we are all very familiar with the story of Our Lady of Fatima, how the Mother of God appeared to three children in the little town of Fatima. However, not all may be quite as familiar with the story of the angel of Fatima. You see, before Our Lady appeared to the three children, Lucia, Francisco, and Jacinta, an angel was sent to them first. This angel was the guardian angel of Portugal. He came to the children three times, teaching them prayers and how to make sacrifices. The first time, he taught them a short prayer to pray in reparation for sins. He repeated it with the children a number of times and then disappeared. Some weeks later, it is unknown how long, the children had kind of forgotten the message of their angelic visitor. I think parents and teachers should take comfort in that. Even an angel's words can be forgotten. But regardless, when the angel came again, he found the children at play. You must pray, he said to them, pray. The hearts of Jesus and Mary have merciful designs for you. You must offer your prayers and sacrifices to God, the Most High. Lucia, the eldest, asked, But how are we to sacrifice? In every way, you can offer sacrifice to God. 
Above all, bear and accept with patience the sufferings God will send you. Then, just as suddenly as he had arrived, the angel disappeared. Again, some weeks later, the angel came a third and final time. This time, Lucia, Francisco, and Jacinta had obviously learned their lesson from the angel, for they were kneeling and praying when a great light appeared above them. They looked up and saw that same angel, but this time he was holding a golden chalice in his hands, and floating over the chalice was a host. This host, shining with brilliant light, was dripping with the precious blood. The angel came to the children, then left the chalice to float in the air, as he knelt with them before the Blessed Sacrament and led them in prayers. After some time, he stood and gave to each of the children Holy Communion. Then he knelt with them again and prayed with them, and then he suddenly disappeared. That was the last time the children would see him, I'm sure, until heaven. Now, God Almighty sent this angel to prepare the children for the apparition of Our Lady of Fatima. These little ones were going to stand before the Mother of God and become her ambassadors to the entire world. For the rest of their lives, they would carry the message of Our Lady of Fatima. And for this task, God saw fit to send an angel to ready their souls. And now, my dear faithful, in Advent, every year we read of another angel, so to speak, sent to prepare the way. This angel is St. John the Baptist, as our Lord referred to him in last Sunday's Gospel. Behold, I send my angel before thy face, who shall prepare thy way before thee. God sent St. John the Baptist to ready mankind for the coming of Christ, or as the Baptist said in today's Gospel, quoting a prophecy about himself, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, Make straight the way of the Lord. The Baptist was to prepare mankind for the great mission that God would give to each and every human being, to love our God, to obey Him, and to use His grace to save their souls. The preparation man needs is much the same as what the children at Fatima needed. The angel of Fatima taught the children to pray and to make sacrifices and reparation for sin. While the Baptist gave this same message, though in a briefer way, do penance, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Every year, the Church has St. John the Baptist preach to us again on the last three Sundays of Advent. Three times, my dear faithful, just as the angel of Fatima appeared three times to the children of Fatima. With the words of St. John, the Church reminds us of how we are to prepare for the coming of our Lord at Christmas.
At this great moment, we celebrate the birth of the God-man, when the second person of the Blessed Trinity became a weak, defenseless child. He came to give grace, to win the hearts of men, to save our immortal souls. But what did he find on that first Christmas night? Throughout the little town of Bethlehem, he found no one to receive him, no one to welcome him into their homes. Instead, our Savior had only a stable to offer him shelter, a manger for a bed, and poor shepherds as his visitors. For that cold reception on that first Christmas night, we try to make up for it every year. We have the season of Advent, a season of joyful expectation for our divine guest, as well as time to prepare gifts for the birthday of Christ, namely gifts of prayers and sacrifices. All this we do to, as St. John the Baptist commanded, make straight the way of the Lord, that is, to ready our hearts, to welcome our infant Savior, to adore him and to love him as best we can. And yet, my dear faithful, our Lord comes to us not just on Christmas night, but at every single Mass. Every Mass, our Lord offers himself to us to come to us in Holy Communion to be our divine guest. Hidden under the appearance of bread, our divine Savior comes to us for the same reasons as on Christmas, to find a home to stay in a heart to warm him, a soul to love him. That is the mission he has come to give to each of us. But what does he find when we receive him? When we receive him, does he find a heart ready for him, a soul burning with love for him, ready to shelter him and give him a warm resting place? Or does he find a measure of indifference, a soul receiving the God-man himself merely out of routine, or just because that is what is expected of us? Every Holy Communion, my dear faithful, is its own Christmas night. The angel of Fatima and St. John the Baptist tell us that we must prepare for each and every one by prayer, and by sacrifice. In fact, at one time, our Lord explained this himself to St. Gertrude the Great. Our Savior told her, I only ask that thou shouldst come, empty of thyself, to receive me. This being empty of oneself, is nothing other than ridding ourselves of attachments to creatures. Our selfishness drives us to look for the immediate good, the easy pleasure that can be found in material things or in people around us. We become attached to these things and set our hearts upon them. Material things fill our hearts, and because of this clutter, we have that much less to give our God. Our Lord comes to us in communion, and he finds our hearts 
already filled with love for creatures instead of for him. To empty ourselves, as our Lord asked of St. Gertrude, we have to break our attachments to these creatures. That is, we must deny ourselves and practice mortification. Or, as we more often call it, we need to make sacrifices. Whether it is practicing some virtue or giving up some vice, that self-denial is how we empty ourselves to make room for our Savior. By sacrifices, we thus turn from creatures. But then, by prayer, we turn to God Almighty. When we pray, we speak to Him who is the Almighty God, to Him who is our greatest friend, to Him who was born on earth in order to die, in order to redeem us. The angel of Fatima and St. John the Baptist, my dear faithful, they would tell you then that you must prepare for each Holy Communion. They would say that you must ready your soul to receive the King of Kings. Prayer and sacrifice, mortification, empty yourself. Those were the lessons that the angel Fatima and St. John the Baptist taught as the manner of preparation. For sacrifice, choose something specific, some virtue that you need to work on, or some vice that you find yourself falling into. Struggle to free your heart of its love of creatures, so that our Lord will find a heart ready to receive him. And pray. Pray every day to our God. Speak to him every day, so that when you receive this divine guest in Holy Communion, he will find in you an old familiar friend. Let him find also a heart ready to receive him. Prepare before each communion by prayer and sacrifice to receive the King of Kings into your soul. Do not receive merely out of routine or for the sake of appearance. This is the infinite God come to dwell in your soul, to give you grace and strength, to be loved by you. Make ready the way of the Lord into your heart, my dear faithful. Pray and sacrifice to turn from creatures and to turn to God Almighty. May God bless you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.